Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. Live Strand Tennis Center podcast. Usually we strip audio, Tasha. Ta- this is Tasha. She works here and plays here, and she's just uh, been with us recently, and we- she's a great guest to talk to about what we're going to talk to. We're going to talk about patients. But what I was saying is we usually strip audio of our clinics and give you tips that way, but we'd like to now... Can you hear me fine? All good? We I'd like to now start doing some more specific topics where we can take some time, talk for 15 minutes, talk for 20 minutes, really hone in on a specific topic. Uh, Again, Strand Tennis Center podcast, share it with anybody. Uh, It's it's on YouTube as well. You'll see it wherever podcasts are. But today I want to talk about patience. Patience is very important. Very important here because people are getting, especially I guess in general in this country, are getting so used to getting things quickly. They want it, results. They want results. Everybody says, I want to achieve this in six months, eight months. But they don't realize success is a lagging indicator. And that's what's really hard for kids to understand is you'll work, you'll work, you'll work, you'll come up with nothing. You'll work some more. You'll work some more. You come up with nothing. You'll work a little bit more. you work a little bit more. you come up with nothing. Then all of a sudden, something will, will switch and you'll start to have success whether it be monetarily, whether it talk about wins, anything, but you gotta go through that work. And people are looking for quick fixes. There are none, there are no quick fixes, there's no secret sauce, there's nothing you can do to say, all right, let me expedite this. Uh, instead of it being 10 years, eight years, I forget uh, somebody who's, I forget the person who was like number, I wasn't number three or four Facebook, I, I don't know, but they were like, if you're gonna do anything, give yourself 10 years and then see if you're successful. Everything takes about 10 years. So that's the hard thing for people to understand. You're not gonna be successful right away. And uh, we were just gonna do this with me and Santi, and then Tasha was here on a break and she said, you know, I, I was asking her about, cause she's from Zimbabwe, and I was asking about her story, and I was like, you wanna talk about patience? You wanna talk about tenacity? You wanna talk about stick-to-itiveness and desire? We talked about two episodes ago, attitude and effort. It's all attitude and effort to get where she's standing right here from where she started. So, Tasha, hello. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Anytime. And thank Thank you. Thank you for having me, actually. No, and thank you for being at this club. I'm so happy that you're here. It's been great. I was surprised today. I got in and someone was like, Who's crazy enough to be from North Dakota? They saw my plate. And, like, and then I was just in the lobby. I was like, I think that's me. <laughs> well, don't, well, tell them where you're originally from. She came from North Dakota. She was working in North Dakota. And then we were lucky to be able to get her to come out here and work. But So tell me, give me a little bit creation story of how you got to the States, how this all started with tennis. How it started with tennis. How I started playing tennis. Yeah. That's a long story. Okay, so I was in primary school. What do you call it here? That's before middle school. Like elementary school? Elementary school. Yeah, we call it elementary school. Before middle school, before sixth grade, fifth grade, fourth grade. Yes. So in Zimbabwe, we just have it from one to seven. Okay. And you go to high school and stuff. So I was in elementary school when a guy came my mom didn't have like enough money for me to go to school because middle school back in zimbabwe you have to pay for that you have to film for middle school you have to pay for high school you have to pay for all that 
so my mom didn't have enough money for me to go to middle school so there was a guy that was going around and he was like oh if you play tennis and then i'll pay for your tennis stuff whatever whatever so i was like oh okay i wanted to go to school so i decided to play tennis so the more i play the more he's paying for my middle school did he see some aptitude in tennis for you already no, or he, he was just, just said... looking for players he was just mm -hmm. looking like because i came from um is it called low density high density where like so many people are not fortunate enough to have like um money to do stuff whatever whatever okay. so, yeah so he was like he's trying to better other people's lives so he just came he went to different um elementary schools okay and then he was just telling and he was that, just hoping maybe you had some yeah, tennis talent yeah yeah so he had like the first day we went there he had like over 400 kids over there you know he had 400 kids because it was for free back up for a second but mm -hmm. describe to me you're talking about some people that can do it or not describe to me your life like how was your home life how where were you living were you in one room how difficult was it oh, in okay. regards to how your lifestyle was okay so so I was fortunate enough that um, my I stayed with my grandpa. Okay. So we stayed in a it was like a four a four room house. Okay, good. And it had like we were like six of us. Okay. So two people in a room. Okay. But the way that where I come from, it's like you probably see like four families in a room like this. And then we divide with the curtain. So and then when you go shower, you gotta hold on on your soap because if you put it down you won't find it someone next to you just <laughs> <laughs> somebody's gonna steal your soap so I'm, I'm, no that's like that's true story okay okay story, no you know? no i but so i believe I you <laughs> so there was like 400 kids there you go to this place that he yeah. has so i go to this place and then so many people and they have like 10 rackets and they have like 400 kids oh my God. and they have like 20 tennis balls you know at the end of the day he doesn't have any tennis balls because the kids stole the tennis balls so he has rackets at the end of the day he doesn't have any tennis balls you know so we did that the first time and then so he did it every saturday so every saturday from 12 to 2 would go play tennis and everybody was there but then as time went on numbers started decreasing so every week he had like a new basket and we had only one basket of 20 tennis balls numbers were decreasing but if he opens up 20 tennis balls, he's probably going to go back with one or two. Because people would have stolen tennis balls. Because oh we used to play soccer with tennis balls in the streets. Because. So does the number decrease because the kid he realized the kids aren't good enough? So he says, I can't fund more, you? Or they're just like... More, more kids don't come anymore. Because if you have 10 rackets, how many oh, they, people are okay. going to play tennis? And it's you just like, said, listen, I want to stay. Yeah, I mean, I was just going. I was going to watch my sister. She likes tennis. Okay. I didn't really like tennis. I was just wow. going to see. And then you would meet new people there. So we would be talking for like two hours, you know. So then numbers started decreasing and then the numbers and then we started playing now because he only had 10 rackets, you know, so which means 50 people, which means in an hour I get to hit the ball once. It's okay. And then we exchange oh rackets, you know, and then which was fun. And I couldn't wait for that Saturday. Like I would be like, I want to go. I want to go. I get to play tennis. I get to hit at least one or two balls. And then I move at the back of the line, like 49 people in front of me, you know, by the time it's an hour, like... I only hit the ball twice, but then I want to do it again next week, so I keep coming. It's amazing. You know? So that happened. And then um, he held like a tournament. He was like, uh, after like a month of doing it, he had like close to like 100 kids or something. And then he held a tournament. So in that tournament, he was like, if you win, you get a textbook and a pen. 
I didn't have a pen. I wanted a pen for my class. <laughs> oh my like gosh. So it was like, if you win, if you get to at least last 16, you get a textbook. If you get to like the last eight, you get like a textbook and a water bottle. Oh my God. And that's the best water bottle. That's the best because I'm only used to the ones, those drinking ones, not the actual water Okay, bottle. not the actual yeah. water bottle. So, you know, if you really want it, like you would, you would have it. And then the first prize had a t-shirt. So it was like just a plain t-shirt and then a water bottle and a textbook and a pen. We usually complain around here about our lattes not being hot enough. You know what I'm trying to say? Like everybody wants their Frappuccino perfect. That's what I'm saying. I talk about appreciation for I'm just a pen and a water bottle. Talk about Starbucks. It's coffee. You've never been to Starbucks, No, right? I've been Frappuccinos are coffee. See, that's why that joke went zero. Because <laughs> Frappuccinos are coffee. That's oh, what's yeah, I didn't know what he was. I was just saying that we you know, we have a tendency around here to complain oh. about how our coffee is and how this is oh, and that is. No. You see, and you're just loving that you get a pen. Oh, yeah. But oh, go ahead. Sorry, the, I shouldn't. A pen. The pen was like, was the best, you know. So, he had like the last eight. And then, I think I got into like the last eight. So, I had like a notebook. And then to write in class because back in school you have to get your own pen textbook and all that kind of stuff so the next weekend i went to school and i had a pen and a book so which was like amazing you know the teacher didn't have to yell at me but then yeah. the thing is i had to share with my cousin so which means that whole notebook i had to cut it in half you know but then the thing is she's now inspired she's saying oh tasha is going for tennis and then if i go for tennis too i'm gonna get another what a notebook wow. so we started playing tennis see that motivated you exactly That's so amazing. she she went again with me smart who was the person who was the person that do you remember the person's name that he, started this it was he, great te great motivator yeah. great teacher to be able to motivate you to do that i forgot his name you know but anyways yeah did he really know tennis did he te do you, were you really playing better or I was think it he's, he has played before okay he had a foundation he actually had his own foundation called Remangwanari Africa. Okay. So it means tomorrow's Africa. Okay. So So where did you get to the point? So you keep building, you keep building. And then where do you get to the point where you're like, well somebody sees other talent in you, where do you start just playing like like a lot where you have a place where you, it, did you ever get to a place in Zimbabwe where you had a facility to play at? Oh yeah. So what happened is he kept having those um, monthly or two months uh, tournaments and then I kept playing so I kept getting better wow. so I kept like there was a time where you would even pay for my school fees and stuff and going further and further so he ended up just having like maybe four or five people that were really good but then we came from nothing because we didn't even have tennis shoes I used to play tennis with like without any shoes on like barefoot. just like barefoot I didn't have anything and what was the nothing. court surface like just dirt? Tall tar yeah so it's tar that has paint on it so it was like imagine and i would play tennis for like five six hours so i'm playing tennis in tar with like without anything just like five six hours of just tennis this is why patience is everything like you talk about patience and tenacity i mean it's i mean look it was think about it waiting in line 49 kids for one ball for one and, and ball. you still are focused enough to say listen i'm gonna do this it's amazing yes it was it was fun they always know? say too much or too little like you need a little adversity. I mean, that's a lot of adversity, but it's so, it's so, you see how strong and how much it, it builds you into where you are. But go ahead, keep going. I'm just so interested. So you got to this point. Where do you get to the point where you're practicing 
three hours or four hours a day or where he's supporting you or where, where are you at with so that? So he, he took me to like um, a different coach. Okay. He was like, oh, this is uh, a coach that's going to be your coach from now on. And then that coach was my coach throughout the whole tennis day. So his name was Chiti or his name was Linson. So it was like on a high school. So I had to go play tennis in the morning. I couldn't like, sometimes I didn't have like um, time throughout the whole day. Okay. So he would like um, give me a schedule saying you playing tennis with this person. So you would like use me to practice with other people. So the more I practice with yeah. other people and the more I play more tournaments, he gets more money in because like, other people are coming in. So we started doing that over and over again. And I started liking it. I was like, man, I like playing tennis, so let's do it. What kind of tournaments were there holding in Zabba? So, <clears throat> so they were like uh, provincial tournaments. Okay. You know, he would have provincial tournaments. And then there's a time where I started playing ITFs. Okay, So awesome. I started playing more ITFs, but I was only playing ITFs in Zimbabwe because no one was funding for my ITFs to leave the country. So yeah. how do you get, I don't want to interrupt, I'm just trying mm -hmm. to get to, how does the college notice you then? Well, how oh, does that happen? Okay, so... Playing ITFs. I'm playing ITFs. I'm getting ITF points, and then I'm just going to like neighboring countries. So I would like maybe if I want to play an ITF, and other people are flying, and my mom would be like, "I don't have enough money for you to fly." I'd be like, "It's fine. I'll go by bus." You know. So which means if people are gonna go there on what day is it today? Wednesday. If Wednesday. people are leaving on Saturday, which means I start leaving on Wednesday by <laughs> bus. Because it's going to be three days. Yeah. So we got to be on a bus for the next three days. And then I'm going to wait for them. <laughs> it's not good for the legs. You got to stretch. <laughs> not good sitting on the bus for three no, days. No, no, no. So I'd go to a different country by bus, you know. So I'd go in a different country and wait for the team. And I started representing Zimbabwe and doing the same thing. So when I started representing for Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe would be like, we don't have funds. You have to fund yourself. Like, we select you to play for Zimbabwe. But we're not going to fund you to go to that country. If you don't have enough money, you're out of the team. So that happened to me so many times. Oh my gosh. That happened to me so many times. And then sometimes I'll just go by bus. And then, I'll be, and then they'll be like, well, if you get there, you need a hotel. You need food. So when I get to that country, I'll look for someone else that I know. If I could stay in their house or whatever, sleep in the couch for the next one week or something while I'm playing for Zimbabwe, you know? Because all I wanted was to play for Zimbabwe. But anyway, fast forward, um, my, my mom has a brother that was here. He was in Kentucky. Okay. So he was like, oh, Tasha is really good in tennis. She's been playing for Zimbabwe for a long time. She's done with high school. So how about she comes over here? And then... They were like, okay, as long as she can get a visa, then it's fine. So I got a visa, and then I went to Kentucky. So when I got to Kentucky, my uncle was like, well, you want to play professional, or you want to go to college? And I wasn't that smart in school, so I was like, I'm going to go pro. I want to okay, be a professional okay. tennis player. And it's like, okay. So what's next? He went and he spoke to a guy that had like a facility like yours. Okay. And then... They had a deal that I coach, and then in return, I'll use the ball machine, and get then he can, yeah, I get to train. Yeah. So I didn't care about whatever they wanted me to do. If they wanted me to coach 17 hours a day, that was fine. Yeah, yeah, as, yeah, long, as long as, as you I could get, train. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you would come in when I'm training, he would come in and correct something. 
Tasha, I think you have to do this. I think you have to do that. Okay. And then, so I stayed there for um, six months. I was playing USTAs, a lot of USTAs, getting points. But then also, I think I was draining my uncle financially. I got and then my visa expired and he's like, well, you gotta go. You gotta go back to Zimbabwe. And then I was like, no. You gotta get to school. Yeah. No, I was done with school. The no, I'm saying you would have to then go to university. Exactly, right? exactly. But then I, I was not thinking of university because who would be paying for that, you know? Financially, my mom... You don't would, think you could get financial aid or qualify I didn't, for it? I didn't know about that. Like, I, I was in the dark. Okay. Here you guys get financial aid. Back home, we don't do that. You don't have money, you don't go anywhere. <laughs> you don't have money, you're not going to go to school. <laughs> you just don't go. You don't ask. I get it. Yeah, here you get student loans. You got you got a lot. Back home, <laughs> if you don't have it at hand, no, you're not going anywhere. So I went back home. And then um, I stayed home for like six more months. Okay. And then I have an uncle that was here, my mom's bro uh, my dad's brother. And he's like, oh yeah, you should come here, and then you should like go to school when I help you go to school. I was like, oh, okay. So I came here, and then I went to Mississippi first, to my uncle's, and then I went to North Dakota, because my uncle works in the oil field. Okay. So when I got to North Dakota, I was just playing tennis at a park, and then there's So you just went with your uncle who's <clears throat> working in the oil field? Yes. So okay. he was like, let's go play tennis. I hear you play tennis. I hear you're good. Show me how you do it. I was like, okay. I was sponsored by Wilson before I left America the previous time. Okay. So I had like tons of rackets. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I'll give you one of my rackets and we go play. And he was just like, he was just messing around. Okay. And then that coach was walking his her dog. And then she's like, where do you play? How the coach, the, the coach that you eventually went to school with was yes. out at those tennis courts? Yeah. And just she was, happened to be. Yeah. And she was just walking her dog. You know, wow. and then she's like, "Where do you play tennis?" I'm like, "I'm I, I'm not playing anywhere." You know, she's like, "How old are you?" And I told her, and she's like, "You're not in college?" And she, I was like, "No." She's like, "No way." I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Give me your number." And I was like, "I don't have an American number." <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a number. And I was like, "I don't have an American number." And then she's like, "Okay, give me your email." I was like, "What is that?" You know, because I don't know what an email address is. And she's like. Okay, uh, somewhere I can communicate with you. So she got my uncle. She got my uncle's information, and then started talking to my uncle. And then she wanted me to come meet. It was like the school was in town actually. She wanted me to meet um, the team, and then she's like, "You could be, you know, you could be like this, you know, you know, showing me all the good side of college, yeah, showing yeah, all the good except things." Except the studying part. Yeah. <laughs> I, if she had shown me all oh. that, I would be like, "Oh, come on." <laughs> So what was so, the school's name again? Uh, University of Mary. University of Mary. Yes. Okay, and so, they, they were Division Three school, right? It was a Division Two. Division Two. Mm -hmm. And where did you... And so, okay, so she <clears throat> did she offer you, like, an official scholarship? Yeah, she offered me a scholarship right away. Wow. But then she was like, um, it's not going to be a full scholarship, but then, like, you're going to have academics. Okay. And I, I was like, I mean, yeah, I graduated high school so maybe if they're good and then something happened with NCAA because I had been playing a lot of ITF sure. and getting money so I couldn't go to school right away okay. so I had to go to a junior college okay. so I went to Kansas so I was, I was in Kansas for like one semester wow. and then you then you qualified to get to yes. get to school 
And where did you play? What position did you play? So I played one. Played so one. when I was in Kansas too, I played one. I played one for singles, I played one for doubles. And then I came, I went to University of Mary, and then I played one. So I played one for like three years, four years, all my college career I played one. So think about, we're back to patience, think about What's the? F do you remember the how old you were the first day you went to that? I was eight. So you were eight. I was eight. And then when was when did you? F how old were you when you got the scholarship for Mary for uh, College of Marys? Yeah, University of Mary. University of Mary. So I was nineteen. Twenty. I, I I think I was six, seventeen, eighteen. Seventeen. So you were six. You said seven again, when you first. Yes, I was eight when I started eight. playing. So you think about that, right? It's almost 10 years, right? Yes. For things to happen. Mm -hmm. And you want to talk about not an easy 10 years. It wasn't no. like you were having private lessons no. and having clinics. I never had any private lessons. Creates private. tenacity. Yeah. It's incredibly inspiring. I had really my first is. racket when I was 12. The one I didn't have to share with everybody. It's amazing. <laughs> it, it really is an amazing story. I mean, yeah. you, you think about anything compared to it, like, Whatever anybody that you deal with anything, running a business, doing anything, it's really inspiring to see someone with such tenacity and work ethic that I, I'm very, very, I'm almost speechless or blown away by it because we get everything like we were talking about before off camera. We get everything so easily around here. You were talking about. Oh, yeah. Tell me about when you were, the story about when you were in the airport. Oh, so. <laughs> Actually, there's so many things that happened, but I'll, I'll like shot. So I got, up, yeah, yeah. I got out of the plane and I was so thirsty. Yeah. And then um, I walked up to one of the people that I had the gates. So I was, and imagine, this is my first time seeing like the whole airport. Like, in which airport is this? Do you know? It was Heathrow. Heathrow, okay. Yeah, yeah, Heathrow. That one in London. London, yeah. Yeah. So I'm thirsty. So I woke up to you, I'm like, Hey, where can I get water? Like, I'm really thirsty. And she's like, there's a water fountain if you walk down there, you know. So I was like, water fountain. So this is a fountain. When someone says a water fountain, I'm expecting like... <laughs> like something coming out of the, out of the rocks or something? Exactly. Because back home, we're like, we, we don't really have like tapes, tapes. We have like bowls oh, and, you know, wells, you know, where you have to like walk maybe like 15, 20 minutes. You know, to, to get, get water. water yeah just to get water to take a shower with to drink you know so i was like so when she said a water fountain i was like okay so i have to go out of the airport and maybe i'll see a fountain <laughs> so i walked like i think five minutes i passed a lot of those <laughs> <laughs> so i asked again i was like hey she said there's a water fountain <laughs> well, i don't recognize <laughs> these devices on the wall what are these what is it and then somebody was like oh it's right there so I just stood there. I was like, okay, um, I'm, I'm literally just standing by the water fountain. I, I can't see how to open it, you know, and it's like, so I just stood there, you know, I was like, maybe someone is just going to come and say, excuse me, whatever, you know. I stood there for like 20 minutes, you know, like just staring at it, you know, because I, and then this guy was like, excuse me, and he came and then he leaned forward and the water just started coming. <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. So he left and I leaned forward, nothing came out. <laughs> He's probably pressing it, right? He was He's pressing saying, on the side. Yeah, you think it's just lean forward, it's just gonna magically. I like, God, I was like, everything here has just been like new, you know? So I leaned forward and then nothing came out. I was like, oh my goodness. And then someone was passing, I was like, excuse me, like, it's not coming out. 
and then they're like oh you just have to press on the oh side honey so i was like oh okay so i pressed and i just laughed that's, that's amazing <laughs> i was there for like another 10 minutes just drinking and going back so i started looking was like where is this water coming from you know <laughs> so i was just standing over there and i was looking i was like where is it coming from so i was pressing and it would go into that small thing i was like where is it going it's amazing I mean, I mean, it's just like, I mean, we take things for granted like crazy. And I always tell everybody to, you know, replace expectation with appreciation, you'll be happy, right? Just appreciate what you have instead of expecting everything. Like, I mean, I mean, we could go on and on. I want to take, because we, we didn't have, we don't have enough time. I want to take round two to talk about the foundation you started. What's the name of the foundation? So it's called TD Global Sports. Oh, we'll go a little bit over. We can, we can do it. we got a couple minutes. We, TD Global Sports. So it seems like from where you started, you wanted to do the same thing this individual did for you. Mm -hmm. Help mm -hmm. people. So what... Now, my question was to you is, when we were talking about on your website, go to TB, T, TD Sports. TD, TD Global Sports. TD Global Sports. Mm -hmm. com. So it's just How do you them. find the talent? Uh, are the people working for you find people that have certain athletic ability? Or are you just... How do you find people, like I saw a football player there or soccer, mm -hmm. and how do you find the, the people with ability to say, all right, we want to sponsor you? So usually it's like the people that are back in Zimbabwe. So I, have I just people, popped it up. So there are people like in, um, in Zimbabwe, website. there are people in Ghana, there are people in Tanzania, okay. you know, just different countries. So most of them, they like, they find clubs that have like individuals okay. that are really talented but then they just don't have sponsorship to go but did they tell you tasha this person's really talented yeah they like they they look at the person because they know the sport so okay. it, they're different sports i have someone that knows more about football someone that knows about tennis someone tennis that's me and someone that probably knows more about volleyball yeah, or yeah. rugby you know so they'll be like i think this kid is talented so I'll be like, okay, let's see what we can do. You know, how can, how best can we help this individual, like be. A and then, person. and then you answered my question before. I said, who's funding this, and what did you say? I'm funding. <laughs> she said, from my paycheck, and yeah. I was like. I better give you a big raise to help all these people. I better. I was like, guys, yeah, Natasha, you're getting a large raise. No, I can't. I just, it's oh. just, it's just great. It's just great to hear. I mean. I mean, Santi, you can say something from behind there. What do you think? Uh, I feel like a bum. I feel like a bum. I feel like, what am I doing yeah. hanging out? Having, yeah, you just surf every yeah, day, I right? Surf, I know. Uh, snowboard. I know. Just hang out. I know, it's amazing. Yeah, I, I try not to I do the fun thing. stuff. I'll be like, if I do this, how about if I help? Because, like, I, I started a new one. There's an Like, it's the same organization, but it focuses on kids that don't, like, those sports but at the same time they can't afford to go to middle school okay. so i'll be like okay um middle school is probably ten dollars like a month for them to go to school yeah. so if i take 20 kids that's just two hundred dollars for yeah. my page yeah i get so it so about i just take two hundred dollars for this month only and then i give it to these kids so my paycheck for next week for the next two weeks that two hundred dollars is already a minus so instead of me getting so and so, I'm just gonna. You just know that it's exactly just you being know that minus two hundred because yeah. they are the like two hundred twenty kids that I can help go to school, you know, just by doing that. So I mean, could be 
I mean, it's fun. At the end of the day, you know, they like they call me. They're like, "Oh my gosh, thank you!" Yeah, yeah. And they're crying. I'm like, "It's okay." It's but you're making money. a difference. It's huge. Yeah, you know, if there was someone like that, because at the end of the day, you're reducing a lot of like unwanted pregnancies, early marriages, Correct. and stuff like that. And I've seen it because I come from there. Yeah. So if you can avoid it, it's not you can't avoid. But then you can help a little bit. But so. do you? But I mean, uh, we're just going back to this theme. But patience, tenacity does. Mm -hmm. If you didn't had your own stick-to-itiveness, you would never gotten here to be able to make money to take care of all these people. Mm -hmm. So if you're getting dejected, if you have failure, which you're going to have, realize it takes a long time to get where you need to go. And it's still gonna take time, and it's still gonna be failures. But in that process, you can have successes, right? Mm -hmm. But it takes time. I mean, you're just, I mean, you're a walking example of that. It's, a, it's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. took, took a while, from eight to 20, 24 now. So, say about 15 years, 16. I'm not <laughs> good with math, 16, 16. I'm not good with math, I can't do it. <laughs> But Tasha, we we hope you're here for a while because. Oh, I am. I'm not going to the cold. I'm gonna be here. I hope it's not just the weather you like. I hope it's like you like and the, the people. people too. Or the cold. I don't want to be in the cold. Santa's been nice, so. <laughs> That's funny. No, we love you. We love you being here. You're doing a great job. And this is not a job interview. This is not a job review. We just wanted to talk to you about patience. But okay. Thank you, everybody. Hopefully this was helpful. Share it. Have a good day. Bye. Love it. Please share it with your friends. Anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves, share it.